Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Carol Baskins. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Shout him out. It's your yeah. Shout out to G Willie underscore cares. And on the tag, he said, someone said I look like Joe Exotic's type. <laughs> oh, Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, where we're talking not about Joe Exotic. However, possibly. That is, possibly. That'll probably come up. That's the clip I needed for the day. That got me through my whole day. This is nah. I salute you, sir. I salute you because I think I sent you the last. We had the little meme back and forth. I think I sent you the one where what it says something about being retarded. Uh, I think so. And then you sent me. <laughs> Damn it! I should have had this prepared. Uh, welcome to the show. We do what we like. I'm yes. gonna say, yeah. Yeah, oh. and I'll do the intro here in a minute. Yeah, it said you retarded if you go back to him, and it had me in it. But it's like this really extremely. Yes, 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 yes. All right, and then you sent me this shit, right? So like the Carol Baskin shit, and it kept. I rotated that shit at least fifteen times this morning before work, and I want to thank you for helping me start out my day positively. Hopefully, I did the same for someone else. It was a good. It was a good positive way vibe to start the start the day, right? And apparently, yeah, according to the news, people are now flying drones over Carol Baskin's house trying to figure out where the body is. This is what you get when you feed it to tigers, woman. This is what you get. They said it in Snatch. Never never trust a man who owns a uh, pig farm. Never trust a woman who owns a tiger uh, rescue. That's and just... Best friends are imaginary white cats with millions of dollars. We're all equal now. We're all equal now. We're all equal. We're equal. You have to stay in the house just like I do. <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Number one podcast in Sakar. I'm one of your hosts, Bryant Full Killer Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype for these wonderful discussions is Todd Optimus Prime Fortner. This is how we do it. This is how we survive. We get together. We cut up shit. Wait, we cut the shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Whatever. It's okay, man. It's <laughs> another week that we're doing this off off time. It's like, well, okay, we, we got... Supposedly we have more time, so instead of uh, doing our normal Saturday yeah. where we didn't slept, we didn't ate, we didn't had a bit time to wash the bullshit off, we just been like, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna start doing on Fridays. Why you know not? What I'm saying we should probably we could figure some shit out. So you know it, it, they've been weird, and you had to do more editing, and that might happen this week. But possible, fuck it. possible. Who you know what, cares? what it is is this is normally when we would talk. I would call you on the way home. I'd be driving home with some shit from after work, stuck in traffic, just mad like every other smuck on the road. And, like, we'll air some shit out. Instead, now it's like, man, fuck it. Let's just get on here, have fun, and just record. You know what I mean? And, and it's been a pleasure. Uh, Hell yes, hopefully. it is. It sense, man. Can, can you tell the people who aren't familiar with this foolishness what we what we got going on? Because my brain is... The Carol Baskin shit throws me off every fucking time. Carol Baskin. and Kung Flu. Killed her husband. Snack it. Something. I don't know. I love it. It doesn't matter. Um, 
shit tickles me, man. I know, I know <laughs> it tickles me sometimes. It's fucking. It was sad. It's just the so fucking childish. Then the then the, the the whole like we were talking a little bit about this with Trump just trolling the fucking reporters between the kung flu thing and then this week when that dude was like, "Hey, were you going to think about pardoning Joe Exotic?" Wait, who's that? Who's Joe Exotic? Well, your son. Your son was saying something about, you know, trying to do something about it. Really? Which son? Was it Donald? Yeah, it was Donald. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Oh. I just like troll the media. Like, dude. This shit niggas is me dying. Up. Niggas is dying specifically. It's, anyway. Yeah, it's 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 true. It's a death counter right above his head. Really? Carol Baskins? Aha, uh-huh. that was probably needs to be on that death count. Death count. Death count. Now it's really a comic book. Now it's... Tigers one. Carol Baskins husband. Zero. Well, real real quick too, the, the 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 shit that cracked me up was that, but then I saw another clip. You I gotta send this to you, man, because we were talking financials and we'll get on to what the show is. But there's this dude on MSNBC who goes on there. He's an economist. And somebody's like, hey, so what are we going to do about all these big companies? He's like, let them fail. They're all billionaire hedge fund babies. And the guy goes, well, how can you say that? That's so egregious. That's so upsetting. And he's like, what world are you living in? They've got billions. of. They'll be fine. Like, people are dying on the street. They'll be all right. And like, the- this is going to be fighting for quarters and pieces of Snickers pretty soon if we're not careful. <laughs> but there's the, like, how upset this MSNBC guy got when he was just like, how could you say that? He's like, dude, they're, they've got black American Express cards. They'll be perfectly okay. I promise you. I was like, okay. Anyway. My Robin Hood card came in. Nice. Nice. How do you like it? How do you like the feel of it? It's. Have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. I've never seen I, it. I'll show it to you later. It's pretty cool. Uh, so I'll send you. I'm childish. Nah, but that. And I still. Let me put these balls up, man. I know before we're recording, it just kills me because I have those. Uh, can you hear them? Yes. Yes, I can. I, I always have to reference Boys in the Hood. You know those balls that, that Lawrence Fishburne had in his yeah. hand when his son yeah. came home? It was like, it got real intense. I got yeah. some of those, but they're blue with the little yin yang on them, right? That you rotate in your hand, like what I think of myself as Lawrence Fishburne and Boys in the Hood. I'm, I'm old in a bitch. Uh, but speaking of Boys in the Hood, because I love that movie, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. But whatever forever ruined Boys in the Hood for me was Don't Drink Your Juice in the Hood. The opening sequence where he goes to his house and he's like, "Man, you gotta understand. I've seen some things." He's like, "I'm older than you." He's like, "I know, but I'm your father." And he just. <laughs> that silly ass fucking opening sequence is so good in so many ways because of how serious he plays it. It's so good. The only part though that gets me every time that is hard to watch is the hot sauce on the feet. The hot sauce on the feet, I mean, bro. She instantly got pregnant. And then the craziest part, dude come out of prison and he got his tattoo changed like every time <laughs> yeah. you see him and he end up with like the flower tattoo. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Do we have a problem? (laughs) Y'all ever been in jail in the showers and you're just like, what is this guy going? Oh my God, dude. I can't. I can't. Oh man. Okay. All right. All right. So welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. We get together and talk about video games. Usually while we've been playing the news or a round table, sometimes we do a top seven. This week is the top seven. It's combining two of our favorite things in the world, 
Todd, what is our top seven this week? We're going to talk about comic book stories or comic books that we would like to be video games. Not just because we've done a list of our top comic books yeah. games. I already know like that just off the top of the dome. Go back and check that out if you would like. But this is... Um, Brian's been reading comic books lately, and of course, so have I. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a meditative thing. Uh, and so, fuck it. That's, you know, because the number one rule of the show, honestly, if you've gotten to this point, is we really actually talk about whatever the fuck we want. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's whatever we want. Like, look, sometimes we're going to be on those moments where we're playing games, but we're not doing it as intensely as we normally would. Sometimes we're on those moments where we're watching a lot of movies, we're reading a lot of comic books. We're doing all these different things. The thing is, though, is like we want to share the shit that we find cool with you guys. Like, regardless. And, and hold on. We mustn't forget as well, because it's really about, like, the core is games are kind of the general thing that we all could kind of come together with. We also yep. want to figure out what the fuck y'all got going on. Tribe already know that shit. Speaking of that, uh, Diablo is... Why? How the fuck did I miss Diablo? I don't oh, know. Especially on the Switch? I don't know. It's like... Like so, tribe shout out for that. Like we always, I mean, especially say we got a video game podcast. Uh, I feel some type of way, but I think it was one of those games I was kind of hard headed about. Like you know how people tell you, yeah, hey, man, it's a really good game, and I'm just like, man, fuck your opinion. You know what I'm saying? And it is a great it's, game. Like I love Diablo really Three. It really I, is. I really enjoy that one. I mean, there's there's certain games that I wish it would have been more well. Well, I've talked about that before. So, uh, Path of Exile specifically being what Diablo 3 should have been. But Diablo 3 is great in its own way. And I play co-op with my wife on Diablo 3 a lot. Uh, speaking of that, I checked back in with Sea of Thieves this week before we get onto our list. Because I played with my wife. We got our gaming laptop. And we played together. And it was... They've done a lot of cool fucking updates to that, man. And it was fun, man. Like, Sea of Thieves was fun again. And I was really enjoying it. And uh, watching my wife get uh, drunk in the game. And then she's like, I don't like this at all. Treat me like a pirate and give me that booty, hey? That's what's going on over there in that is. house. I'm glad to hear you and the wife are doing well. It was fun, That's man. Really dope. I might have to get on that shit it was, as well. I might have to use that myself. Tell my old lady, baby, we want to get on some Sea of Thieves. Treat me like a pirate. And <laughs> give, give me, me that, that booty. booty. But it was great, man. I stole that from, man. I stole and, that from somebody. And Whoever I, that is, look, look, treat me up like a pirate and give me that booty. It's, it's, look that up on YouTube and, and shout whoever made that up out. But anyway, I'm sorry, bro. So Sea of Thieves was fun with the, it was, with the wife. It like, was. Right. And we've been playing Animal Crossing together, too. So that's been fun, too. So ah, That's that game that you wanted to be like a GTA adaptation. Yes, yes. I want a GTA game. It. But with the sprites of Animal Crossing or the character designs, character models. Hey, man, you know how I just said like Diablo was a really good game that I'll, I've been just like probably like fuck that game just for being ignorant. You know what I'm saying? You know how we can be, we can, you know, whatever. I think Animal Crossing is one of those games, man. Fuck that game, man. <laughs> Dude, it is totally one of those games that is not a game. Like it's what a game, it? but it's not a game. It's and we be we be rambling, bro. I love it. Yeah. What what was the bullshit about that game? Now, wasn't it was some like nefarious activity going on with the it, fucking that game in particular with it, the switch? It was the game was going to be locked down to individual switches, so like you couldn't start a new island on a different. So you couldn't like trade game cartridges. So I bought a cartridge version of it, and my wife ended up buying the digital version for her switch. And then she had to go through because she didn't have an SD card, and we had to delete like three or four things from her Switch just so she could get the game to install on hers. But 
ever since then. She plays that game like four hours a night now when she gets home from work. She loves it. And I love I love Animal Crossing because I find it relaxing. It's something like I'll turn the flash on, right, like in the background, and I'll just like play some Animal Crossing because I, I started watching that live-action flash, and it's not bad. It's... It's not like great or anything, but it's not bad. I mean, see, like this, this two things with my old age that I've learned, bro. One, like iPhone is a lifestyle. That's the thing for me to say now. I guess uh, RPC jobs, orange juice doesn't kill cancer, and no, it does not. <laughs> I wish it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. RP Doctor Saber, but um, it's a good time, RPC. Um, RP yeah. Doctor Eggman. He's in the Mushroom Planet. Man, that Sonic movie is is still really good. Oh, I know. I bought it digitally and I rewatched it, and I was like, right. "This is still good. This is still like, this is still much fun." My wife right. last night she was like, "Do you want to do trolls or Sonic?" Yes, before I sorry. lose the point, I was saying iPhone is like a lifestyle, but like so is two K. Fair, it really. Is. So as far as my gaming, like it's like okay, when you gotta it's time to lock in and like fuck with your player, it's literally like that's what you gotta do, it's like some kumite shit really, it's everybody's training and you if you already behind it's like alright you gotta you know whatever but I love my build, that has not changed this whole year, like I knew out the gate I had a build that was beast cause it's a tricky build my build I'm a point guard, I'm a 6'4 point guard and it look I'm a pure slasher which basically means that I'm finishing moves primarily. I got a Kobe Bryant duck package. I switched up after he passed away on there. I got Zach Levine on there. I got motherfucker. I got and I got a Russell Westbrook. I got one more in there. I don't even want to say. So built to be like more so like of a Gilbert Arenas type build or like a Russell Westbrook type build. But the sneak thing about the shit is my dude can shoot. Sweet. So right, you know what I'm saying? Got the. I'm I'm breaking down my whole build a lot of or a lot of my build like I got uh the Iverson motherfucking base dribble package with Kyrie a little Kyrie in there so he's he's a good build I I just had to spend I hadn't spent time like really fucking with him so I'm not good I'd be doing him disservice but like when I have like a twenty and twelve game on there it's real ugly because of how it could happen in the wreck so I've been running a lot of wreck with my people at home shout out once again Louisiana you know what I'm saying um but yeah that like that's probably my little update right now no but i just been running with them on there that's still really been cool and being able to interact but it's a lifestyle i did have to get with somebody though i flashed out i had a whole moment and i remember why i stay off of 2k because i'm too old for that childish shit i literally lost my motherfucking mind on there like i had to get off i, I raged out like it's... a fucking preteen on Fortnite, just because this bit like we were losing and you can be in a party chat or the or the group chat. I never get in a group chat. I'm always in a party chat with my partners. So me and the homeboy, like I'm actually one of the people that was signed up. My homeboy sent me the invite, like, hey man, these are my two friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like we could probably carry them this game. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is my partner there. I've been knowing him forever, ten years in the fish. Shout out to you know, Boo three three seven, Richard Park. Anyway, so we get in there, man. We run in the game. We actually have a chance to win the game. Old boy is only like rated at 80. I feel like he's trying to build up his team. And I'm just chilling. Like, I'm a cool nigga. Like, I don't be tripping. You know what I'm saying? But, like, at the end of the game, it was like the fourth quarter. We probably down 11. I pass him the ball in the corner. He just take another bad shot. He's been missing all day. I literally say in my private chat with my friend, like, oh, man, I get it. He's just having a rough game. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. a big deal. I could probably fuck up on the next play, right? 
my partner was just like, you know, yeah, he just trying to work on getting his badges up. Now he hasn't clicked over this whole time. He's been in the group, not in the group, not in in like the you know regular room chat. He clicks over like that's all I hear. <laughs> Say, man, why the fuck? Why why are you just gonna throw me the off time pass? Oh shit. So automatically, oh, my voice sh- raises 37 <laughs> octaves, and I say he sound like a motherfucker that live in his mama basement that eat Rice Krispie treats, old COVID-19 breath-ass nigga. Get off the motherfucking <laughs> mic, old bitch-ass nigga. Who the fuck, where the fuck is you from? <laughs> I, said, where, I said, where the fuck is you from, cuz? <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard to keep the cool when it comes to that, too. It was like that one time when I was on the fucking Apex, and it was when we were first playing... And that guy was watching me play, and he's like, look down your sights, you pussy, you fucking pussy. And I'm just like, y'all just died, and I just killed an entire team that killed you. Go fuck yourself. I'm not picking you up. Like With Joe Exotic's dick. <laughs> Listen, I felt bad after that. With uh, Joe it's, Exotic's it's... dick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Got the locks on the wall. No. <laughs> Not good. That's okay. Listen, I just I like meth and crocodilia. <laughs> but uh I like meth and crocodiles. What the fuck, Joe? This is such a cheap topic to talk about still. It is, but it's so much fun. But it's fun, man. It's better than a uh thing. What what the fuck are we saying? Okay, are we we got look, this is the thing. Okay, so yeah. my list, I'm I'm gonna say this off the top. I'm not getting too much detail on some of these stories. A couple of things I might explain a little bit, but I'm gonna just kinda knock my list out whenever you know what I'm saying, as far as just the story, because I want people to take some a time to actually look up. They might yeah. be interested in some of these stories to look up themselves. Yeah, some of these are recommendations for good comic books, too. Like, good comic book stories, like places to read. Why don't you get us started, Todd, with your number seven? My number seven would be The Batman Who Laughs. Ah, dude, that's so good. I think it's just a market for that. Yeah, that's some creepy-ass art, too. Right, you know what I mean? With the type of thriller-type game, I think it could be done in the right way. I was going to go with, like, The Batman Family. I mean, this is the thing about this, too. This is, like, such a broad fucking subject, too. It is. It's huge. These are just how I felt today. Fuck it. Yeah. Over the week. So, but, yeah, first coming to mind, I think that would be something that could be well done and, like, interesting and playing to just the psychology of stuff more than... I mean, it's just a weird-ass story that I think it's a weird-ass market for weird-ass motherfuckers that would dig the shit. And it's got a great... That's a weird... That cover art for number one was such an incredible cover art. Like, it's such a bizarre well, story. And it's just a weird-ass story. Yeah. Just it, the idea of it. It is a very strange story. I like that choice a lot. I, I, I thought about doing that one, or like you said, the Batman family. I considered it for a moment. I didn't do it because I thought about the Batman games, but I was like, the Batman Who Laughs would be a good fucking game. That'd be a right. good fucking game. Right. That'd you know, really even good. though we, everybody's still hankering and wanting the new Batman, I, th- I think they did a good run with what they already had with Batman. I think so. If like, you brought him back. I think that would be a good story to kind of do, especially. I mean, it's not, not like, not necessarily gameplay. I like Devil May Cry, the the most recent one that came out, but definitely maybe artistically, you could you could steal from that, and then, but you have to have a deeper, like you have to have a good. 
way to translate it into the game as far as the writing is concerned. Yeah. Like I like I have more of a trouble. I I do have more of a maybe like a Bioshock style. I could game. see that. I could see that, especially with some of that art from the book from the series from the right. four. Um, yeah, that was a four issue run, wasn't it? I think so. But it was good. It was the Batman who laughs was really good. Um, my number seven, I couldn't go making a list about comic books without doing a dating sim because I think they're hilarious. So the dating sim that I would pitch would be Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane, the soap opera style book from the early 2000s by Sean McKeever. Um, I am ashamed to say that I am a 34-year-old man with four copies on my shelf. Uh, one through four of Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. It's an interesting book. It was back when Marvel was trying to capture the the manga crowd. So they they were manga style books, if you will. They weren't right to left, but they were the kind of same format of them. It's actually really good writing, and it's kind of a clever, fun story that focuses more on Mary Jane. But I think it would make a fun dating sim, even though I've never played a dating dating sim outside of had a full boyfriend which was that bizarre pigeon game where you're dating a pigeon and then you end up in hell. Um, that's a really weird game. But yes, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane is my number seven just to get the silly pick out of the way. Uh, what is your number six, Todd? Century, but the storyline where he ended up wiping the whole world out, like their mind, he make them forget it. Like Yes. You know, just because we can't get a good Superman game. And we already kind of have a best. We already had to have that game, and it's made by like just some kids in a basement in Wuhan somewhere. Like, uh, call it undefeated. I, no disrespect to the creators of that game. I don't. Yeah, Mark, you said that. I that I that might want to mark that time too because of the kung flu. But uh, Century's a great fucking choice, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I for, and I forget. Um, Century is also uh, he has a dark side. I'm going. I didn't. Fucking do enough research for this shit. Because uh, I just listen to fucking comics explained every night now instead of being able to go back and run it. Um, but yeah, now the Century Run. Uh, I think that would just, I think that's just a character. Now he's so OP. He's like, he's like Marvel's version of Superman. That's what he's supposed to be. And he they is, can't get yeah. a Superman right. But the dichotomy of that character makes him a little bit more interesting as far as video games are concerned especially with me kind of fucking with neo too lately i think that's part of the reason why i kind of might have that in my head a little bit that could void was his dark void thank yeah. you Clownley. Yeah. yeah void which could destroy every fucking thing oh dude void you know was just, it was ridiculous. right 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 thank you for that bro like you know you got the mechanical keyboard it sounds cool when you do your click <laughs> yeah i had to look it up too man because i was just like i couldn't remember the name right, of right. void uh, right, but century, century's bro, OP like, as fuck too. That's what I'm saying. So you know what I'm saying. But you could do like it could. You have to put a little depth in it. I meant to say this in the beginning because this is the thing about this list in general. So once again, thank you if you made it this far. In fact, if you give us a good list, we ain't did a a, a giveaway in a long time. Give us your top seven ideas, best list. Gets a thirty uh dollar Amazon card Absolutely. to buy a toilet paper or canned soup. Um, or canned soup. Or plug. Because cause I be looking out for that like so. Or if you're a lonely man, you can buy some Pringles cans, some lube, and some sponges and have some fun. Or you could just buy a bitch for all of that, <laughs> bro. <laughs> How many guys have tried to fuck their couch? 
That's the only I'm question. I'm sure more than we <laughs> would like to fucking find out. I'm oh, sure it's more than we will find out. I'm sure there's a list somewhere where at very least they use it as leverage for the pussy pocket they purchased from Amazon. Let me not lose my point, sir. Before Sorry. Get into all of this. Sorry. All of this. Because uh, I want I have a question for you because it's just like do you think like superhero games can be so hard to make good because how the fuck do you make it good when they so op like yeah. with Century for example my best example of a recent video game is Spider Man clearly a hundred percent you think a big chunk of that is because of the writing that was done in it that grounded it to where by the end of it like I know you were emotionally t- I was emotionally tired too but I know it affected you the ending of that game so like. This is the type of game I would think you definitely would have to you would have to figure out a way to get the mental aspects of it. The some kind of way to ground the shit to make it good at all. Other than that, he'll just be like one punch man. Yeah, I mean you really would. I think the writing is gonna be key in any type of comic book. Because in any type of comic book, you always need a villain that can challenge the hero. I mean, Superman with Doomsday, right? Like, you need that villain that can challenge the hero to the point Why where... Why can't they do that game right? You know? You know? I mean, because, like, Superman's such a great character, even though they never seem to be able to get the actual interaction with him right. Maybe it was the flying mechanics, but we've proven that can be handled now. I mean, look at... uh, I mean, go back to Anthem. And I'm serious when I say that. The flying mechanics in Anthem are fucking fantastic. That is legitimate. That's a legitimate thing. Like, think about that. If you could get the idea of Bethesda behind and a writing team that did Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, um, or the writing team from Bios, like something in that vein, I think you could make a great Superman game. I really do. Like, I, I really think you need the world to be populated. You need the ability to... And I guess part of the problem, too, is that people... You know, it's the idea of killing innocents because Superman doesn't kill innocents. And if you're flying around the game and you open that world up to a bunch of gamers, what's the first thing you're going to do with Superman? Can I throw this person off a building? <laughs> I, I just envision punching him into like a blood pillow, like like punch, like a, blood, a balloon. A blood pillow! <laughs> a blood pillow. Hey, man, I've answer. been in the house. I've been in the Me house. Me too. Like, I'm a fucking, 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 fucking. But I'm, glad, but I'm grateful. Everything's great. Doing my push-ups <laughs> and eating my figs. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I promise. I go outside and get my light every day about 15 minutes a time. Just like it. Anyway. Just um, like it's recommended. Good. All right, man. Uh, what's your number six, bro? My number six is Panther's Rage, Black Panther. That storyline, Don McGregor. First time that he actually faces off against Killmonger. It's one of the most emotionally complex stories. I know we saw some of it in the movie portrayed, but I actually think, and I love the movie, the depth in Panther's Rage, because I recently reread that, it shocked me because I forgot how deep it actually goes. And it's incredible. And I think that would translate to a perfect video game. (laughs) Especially with Black Panther, because Black Panther is not super overpowered, right? Especially with Black Panther. (laughs) But yeah, so like for me, it's like Black Panther is not this OP superpower, Superman. He is Black Panther whose primary goal in life is to take care of his people. And I think that makes for a very interesting character. And in Panther's Rage, you saw a lot of like interaction with the the women in his life. And I think that would make a really 
good storyline for a video game. And I would love to play as Black Panther in his actual own third-person action, almost open-world style game. I think that would be a blast. So that is my number six. Todd, what is your number five? This is my open-world game, like my GTA game. But recently, and just because of the movie tie-in, I want to see a Bloodshot game. I think that would be a dope-ass, stupid-ass game. Like, like when I, the more I thought about it, with the mechanics of it all, like... It would just be, I mean, and if you can't tell, like, you'll be able to tell my type of characters. And a couple of these I will go into a little bit more depth on, uh, just a little bit. But, like, I don't, we, we, I talked a lot about Joe Exotica's <laughs> pardon and everything else. Don't want to keep people too long. But, no, man, I just think Bloodshot would be a dope video game. Like, just the ultimate soldier type thing and. I'd like regenerative regeneration ideal characters. I'm, you know, just do like just the. I just think it would be an easy game to make. You know, what I'm saying like an easy commercial game, like a damn near like a a good cheesy Transformers type movie, but like in the GTA style, to just have it more based on him dealing with the government being used by that. You know what I'm saying? And maybe yeah. having to reset a type of thing, maybe going into an animus type of situation like Assassin's Creed, but going and wreak havoc in an open world you know what i'm saying like you i don't want to try to build the game it's just more so recent fucking you know bias recency bias because of the movie and going back and checking into it and checking back on a couple of those runs uh with it going away i just think it would be like a and coming back and then having a vin diesel movie you know what I'm saying? I think if you can make Chronicle of Riddick, you can definitely make Bloodshot, and it would be a fun, dope little game to run around and lose yourself in. Hell yeah. So Hell that yeah. is my number five, good sir. Absolutely. My number five is the better version of Justice League. That's Justice League Dark. I want to see a Justice League Dark game. I want it to be done more of a like RPG-style game. I think that'd be a lot of fun, like a la like Dragon Age except taking place in the Justice League Dark Universe. I think that it would be really cool if you had all the characters that have appeared in Justice League Dark as optional characters or characters you could come across, like in Final Fantasy VI. Um, I think your main character, I think you would switch between Constantine and Swamp Thing. I think that would be a blast. I would love to play those different storylines. Justice League Dark has always been the better version of Justice League to me. As much as I love Justice League, Justice League Dark just, it's got that dark sense of humor to it. And I really love the fact that Batman fits so well in between both universes. He can drift so well between both Justice Leagues, and he plays the same character. So mine would be Justice League Dark. Todd, what is your number four? First, let's respect that choice. Thank you, sir. That's a that's a that might I don't know if I don't know the remainder of your list, but that might end up being my favorite choice. We'll see. You know I, love I appreciate that. it. Yeah, that's a I, yeah, that's a dark. I fucks with that run, and that movie was really good. Like um, Justice League Dark, but yeah, my number four would actually be the Black Panther versus Storm. So you know, ah. you're talking about the Black Panther run. Uh, that actually was really dope. You know what I'm saying? This one in particular. Uh, I would just like like the storylines, maybe the whole story. See, this one is the crescendo. I'll talk about just a little bit. I mean, this is Avengers versus X Men. Run when they That's did a that, good one. The, the specific Black Panther versus Storm, um, which actually ends up showing again and reminding people 
how intelligent Black Panther is to me. Absolutely. Like, it's one of the runs where it highlights, like, people forget that in the Marvel Universe, literally, he's one of the most intelligent characters in the whole universe. And people, I think they forget on that. They focus on the physical aspects and the vibranium, and they forget, and they focus on everything other than he's literally on par with, like, Richard Reed. Yeah, who, he's like, brilliant. Like, this fearful of, like... Right, and this is one of those like, <laughs> and he. So anyway, the moral to the story is he outsmarted motherfucking Storm. Yup, he did. It was dope. It was like Batman prep. Now, as far as the game, if you just focused on that story, it wouldn't be a long enough game. I think it would be dope to like have individual stories where you would play as both characters. You know what I'm saying? Leading up into their relationship, you know, they get married. You know what I'm saying? Married, get to that crescendo, and then get to Black Panther versus Storm at the end and it would be dope because it actually that ends their marriage yep. you know what i'm saying but you find out like that black panther himself he just figured out you know okay it was that batman thing that batman did to the justice league it was just like well i'm married to this motherfucker and she's fucking a goddess I, of course i'm a king i would marry i'm gonna marry a goddess right but like she could destroy she's a omega level mutant yep. she controls weather like on different on a galact like on any planet she's on so all he had did the whole time was figure out a way to neutralize her power mm. you know what i'm saying and i just found that to be like oh yeah i, f- I forget like oh yeah he's like damn near batman level with prep time oh for I think sure your dope ass game and a different kind of angle to take on it and of course who the fuck don't like storm if you don't like storm then you lame or you know yeah you- or I don't even want to say you. Yeah, you probably lying to me, or you, you know, you're attracted to meth and crocodilia. <laughs> it's like people who tell me they don't like Iceman, and I'm just like, clearly yeah, you haven't read comics. Iceman's dope as fuck. Y'all love Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, Iceman. <laughs> Speaking of that, Top Gun Two. I can't wait to see it when it ever comes out. I'll see Top Gun Two. That's a great choice, man. That's respect. I really like that one. Thank you. I kind of wish I would have thought about that run before I went with Panther's Rage because I actually like that run a lot better. I was like, I like Panther's Rage. Don't get me wrong, but I, nah, I just, that's a dope run too, though. That's a dope it is run good. too. But it it's was, very good. I, I was like, damn, yeah, that's a good one. But uh, I, respect, yeah, respect. absolutely. What's your What's your number four, good sir? My number four is actually an indie comic that I've been reading for a lot of years. It's called Atomic Robo. Um, it's one not a lot of people are familiar with, but I really love. So Atomic Robo is kind of a la Hellboy style, which you know how Hellboy publishes and trades, not single issues outside of PPRD. Uh, Atomic Robo does the same thing. It was created by Brian Clevenger from 8-Bit Theater. Um, Atomic Robo is great, though, man. Like, if you ever get a chance to read it, go check it out. You'll love it. Atomic Robo is about a robot that's created by Nikola Tesla that becomes sentient. And becomes a superhero in World War One and World War Two. He is incredible. Great designs, great work, fights Nazis, the whole shebang. It's just a lot of fun, man. Like so Atomic Robo though, it's just got some great design. It's got a lot of humor. It's got a lot of personality. It's it's got a very cartoonish style, but it's got a lot of heart to it. And I think that would translate really well well to the video game world. I could almost see it as being done as sort of a like Nathan Drake style um, game, you know, like a Nathan Drake style adventure game, but you're playing as a sentient robot or you play as one of his friendly characters, his side characters 
who occasionally you get to play as the robot. I could see it either way. It's one of my favorite games, or one of my favorite comics. I'd love to see it. They put out an, a role-playing game, like a pen and paper role-playing game, that got a lot of attention. So I would just say Atomic Robo is my number four. Todd, what's your number three? That's dope because I have no idea what the fuck that is, but I will go back and look at it. And Go check it out. Was, absolutely. You already know. Like, trust me, especially if it's that high up on the list. That's an automatic. Everybody need to check that out who fuck with this type of shit. So, but now number three, um, this is another cheap one because it puts real commercial, easy people together. And it kind of is probably my just Dark Justice League on here run. It's the Blade versus Wolverine run. Hell um, yes. And on some real shit, like, what tied it together to be so high is because I was trying to figure out a way to put Doctor Strange into some shit. But, you know, the the golden age Doctor Strange was the literal, like, god of all things. could do whatever you want. That's a hard game to do. I don't know. I'm, Doctor Strange would be difficult. But the angle that was taken in this storyline with Blade versus Wolverine with him just being in the game, going through the story, I think would be pretty fly. I mean, you know, even though it's a weird one shot series, it was only, yeah. you know, it was it was real quick in and out. But um, it's got two of my favorite characters in there. And even though Wolverine should have beat the shit out of Blade, I mean, it's fucking it's, it's Blade. You know it's what I'm Blade, saying? It's in dude. that universe. You got vampires and shit. And as far as games are concerned, just on a commercial, easy to put together like that should do well. I mean, that's the easiest game to adapt, I would think. I mean, just fucking have run around with Blade and Wolverine and killing vampires. Like, that's just fun. It'd be and a blast. You get to kill, like, the vampire version of Wolverine because the Kree, what kind of vampire version of the Kree went ahead and, yeah. you know, they uh, went ahead and cloned Wolverine. So Wolverine going back with Blade is just dope. And I mean, if you do it properly, it could be super duper fly, and I'm actually looking forward to the new Blade movie that's coming out. Hell you know what I'm yes! Because little known fact, Blade was the first like big movie that had like a black star in it. That was a superhero. It wasn't fucking Black Panther, and it was dope then, and it would be even doper now. But uh, yeah, that Blade versus uh, Wolverine run was pretty fire. I just think it would be a cool video game adaptation. Um, all the way leading up to them even fighting each other before breaking off and fucking with the crew and blade doesn't get enough credit the movie version of starting the marvel universe really i mean really start like that movie got three movies like that trilogy that was a trilogy that was a big trilogy on a marvel character they took a shot on who at the time marvel was drowning at the time they were on the verge of bankruptcy like let's be real honest like people give spider-man and all that but the blade movies were big those were big movies. Go back and watch them. They're still fucking great. They're still fucking great. All but the third one. I mean, Trinity. Yeah, the third one was shit. The third one was shit. But the first one where he says some, when he ends it with, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. What a better fuck. Like, who could you not come up? That was a, with Wesley Snipes. So picture, picture that in a game. That would be with, so with good. Reed, with his With his style. With like a subdued version of Doctor Strange kind of overseeing the whole universe being above it all and kind of being yes. like, this is beneath me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it, I think it's just an easy game. It's a dope little run. And I mean, it's a cool, it's a, it's more so for a video game that I'd want to see. That's what I want to see. It yeah. might not be like my favorite, just read as far as just straight comic book. Though, yeah. But open it up with blade killing Deacon Frost. 
You're playing as Blade. You're running in there to kill Deacon Frost. Open it up with that. I think tie in some of the other storylines. Maybe you start it out with like a level where you're playing as Blade, and then you have a level where you're playing as like Wolverine. Very similar to the previous game I was talking about with the run with Black Panther and Storm. It's kind of that's what, and that's why yeah. I kind of package them together. Same thing. So yeah, I think I think that would be dope. I just make it work that way. But I'm very interested. What's your number three, sir? Yes, my number three is Transmetropolitan by Warren Ellis. If you don't know who Warren Ellis is, look to the re- recent Castlevania series. He was the one who wrote the Castlevania series on Netflix. He did Planetary. He's a comic book legend. The guy's a fucking genius. Um, but Transmetropolitan is, takes place in the far future. You play as a reporter named Spider Jerusalem. That's who the comic book follows. Spider Jerusalem is essentially, eh, I mean, your best bet. The more, more likeness to him would be uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Why am I losing the name of the guy who wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Oh, my God, Todd. I can't remember that name for some reason. Famous for his drug use. Uh, Del Toro? Nah, the other, Fear and the writer of it. Real character in Las... I zoned out, man. I zoned out. My bad. I no, it's out. okay. It's okay. It's Bears. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's okay. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. So he's more like a Hunter S. Thompson character. So he's a rebel journalist who does a lot of drugs, says whatever the fuck is on his mind, and does some crazy shit and gets tied up into some bad politics. But he ties up trying to take down bad politicians. I think that would be a great style of Telltale game. The Telltale games especially could use a resurgence like that style because a lot of people enjoy them, and I think Transmetropolitan would be a great selection for that. Oh my god, I can't... Can't believe I couldn't remember who Hunter S. Thompson was. But yes, Transmetropolitan, one of the greatest comic books of all time, straight from Warren Ellis. It's hilarious. It's acidic. It's really poignant. It's one of my favorite books of all time. I just wanted to throw that on the list. That's dope. That's dope. And I just wanted to remind you that your brain isn't Google. It's okay to forget things. It's it's true. Sometimes it's it's the geek inside of me who's like, I should remember all things. What's that nigga name? Like, (laughs) what's going on over there? Atomic Bryant. Anyway. That's dope. Todd, what is your number two? Keep it real cliche. I must see a proper Hulk world breaker. Oh, hell yes. That's not done in video video game. That's that's point blank period. They already came out with a, a Hulk game that was um what the fuck was it? Was it incredible or destructive or whatever? It's the open yeah, world. Just, that was a cheesy one. Talk, but it was speaking fun. of blood pillows, but it was fun. But like a more grounded, updated, proper, not like what we about to get, what it looks like fucking weirdo voodoo dolls with the Avengers version that's coming out. The um, Dollar like General version. Grounded. I'm gonna play it. I'm going to fucking play it. I'll enjoy it. I'll do what I got to do. I'll do what I got to do. Too. But yeah, I just I just want to, like, because of uh, the time that I had with the previous whole game, as for so, so, so many moons ago, um, I want to see the world, like, the, the whole world breaker version. Just because he's, that, that, speaking of OP, that's just the level of rage. And just go through the whole story and the reason why he loses his mind and comes back on that level even though there is a level that he's reaches that's even more extreme than that a little bit later on uh 
that's probably my, my favorite easiest one. And I mean, I think they did a pretty good job with Sakaar on uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So I'm sure you know it's in, in it's in my people's minds recently enough. It's it's pretty broad scale. It would be an easy game to do, and it could be a fun game. Like it's all it's all there. There's the you could watch the fucking movie of it. They got a comic book run, and they basically you know use that a portion of it for Thor Ragnarok. So I think it's only fitting that a whole world breaker video game like the intensity of it like with his son and his wife dying and the reason that rage comes out and just turn into a fucking basically something like akuma yeah i just think it would be dope i think that'd be right. so fucking good and i mean maybe with the radiation from 5g we could become whole so we could learn <laughs> from this 5g spreading corona bullshit they got 5g in four countries they got corona all over the place explain that shit Excuse me. That's how powerful the 5G is, motherfucker. <laughs> my number two. My number two is the Green Lantern, Green Arrow team up from the 70s. Dennis O'Neill, Neil Adams, Green Lantern, Green Arrow team up. I see this as like kind of a way out where you can play it as co-op together because you got two people, especially Green Lantern, Green Arrow, with two perspectives of the world. Now, here's the question, though. Which Green Lantern would be this Green Lantern. In the book, it was Hal Jordan. So which Green Lantern? Because I personally go with my favorite Green Lantern, which is John Jones. I think John Jones is my favorite personal Green Lantern. So the question is, is what Green Lantern do you think you would pick in this game? And wouldn't it be cool if you could pick different types of Green Lanterns? Like which ones you wanted to use? I think it would be dope. You could go like with your... Flashes. But yeah, like, no, but that would be that would be dope. That would be dope. That would be fly. I love that. Yeah, then the, when the last Green Lantern, didn't he go insane or something like? When yeah, he, like, fucking crazy. Yeah, he went crazy. Right. I think that was Green. right before New Fifty Two, or right at the end. Green Lantern. Green Lantern has always been dope, though. Green Arrow, I really, he's always been interesting. It, both him and Hawkeye have always been like, yeah. Even though Green Green Arrow is a little bit doper, just because he was like kind of Batman-ish as far as being wealthy and shit like that. Green Green Lantern didn't really grow on me as much until I at least saw the John Jones version, but I always liked all versions of the idea of Will. Um, the, and just the all the principles based in comic books. Right, you know what I mean? Like, I've already told you, like, from the very beginning, one of the dopest things ever to me was just the basic principle, principles built into comic books. So, yeah. even though it's childish and geeky, uh, it was a lot of things that I gravitated towards as far as it's like, you know, the dope teachings that are in them underlining all the like crazy overpowered my ring will turn into a sledgehammer and squash you flat down. But now that's a great choice, bro. That's a great choice. I mean, think about the Green Lantern's prayer and brightest day and blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Like that's there's something like that gives me chills when I think about that. Like I was like, that's such a good right. moment. Like, in any book that you read where he does that, or even, like, Captain America, like, you talk about the little principles, but, like, Captain America's speech where he says, when the whole world's telling you to move, you stand by the river of truth and plant yourself like a tree and say, no, you move. Like, that is such a great fucking moment. That's dope. Like, to me, it's, like, it's just so good, like... And then the Green Lantern. I got fucked up on the first one. That was that was impressive, bro. What what was the Green Lantern thing again? Oh, it's in brightest day and blackest nights. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who and worship. And then I thought to myself something about booty and being tight <laughs> and getting in here. <laughs> fucking, now, now I got to finish ridiculous, it. Man. Let Shout those, out to booty. 
Let those who worship evils might fear my power, Green Lantern's light. Yes. So, sorry. That's fuck I had to finish nerd. it. You're yeah. fucking, I am. Fucking nerd. I am, dude. Look well, at I'm my comic books. I, fucking, I love it, bro. I love yeah. it. Nah, that's a, that's a, that's it. <laughs> nah, that's a good choice, man. You know I enjoy doing this shit for you, like with you, bro. Uh, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. Number ones. We're on to it. What is your number my, one? I mean, you already know. You already know. It's, let me go keep it real simple. I, 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 this is all I want in life for video games. I want them to do a standalone spawn game right. If you know me, you know me. And Hell yes. The Armageddon Heaven and Hell run. The Divine Hell yes. Spawn run. With God and Satan. I want the children to look just like his children. God and Satan just like in the comic book. I want the mother of creation in there running the show. Yep. I want detailed in depth. I need at least a 50 hour game with just that run. Yep. I need all of that to happen. I need the full storyline from him going, being tested and and being told to listen to God, the daughter and end up having to kill himself and then becoming divine and all powerful, but just in destroying everything coming back. I need all of it in there. I need it properly done. Yeah respectfully done right because he had they have been making good money off that motherfucker's image off some some trashy things i need that to happen properly that's my favorite run of yes you know what i'm saying so that is my number one story my favorite character pound for pound when i'm putting it down and that would just be a dope ass game and i mean you could do it like uh legacy of Kane, but doper hell yeah you could that's that's basically you know what i'm saying like but just do it like that just run it like that, but like in 2020, and Hell just yeah. make it dope. Period. Man, that'd be so fucking good. Why haven't there was a couple of Spawn games back in the day? That one for Dreamcast I really liked, but like I want something real. Like, yeah, like they do it too rock and rollish to me sometimes, or too yeah. hip hopish like, out the gate. Like just do the shit like Legacy of Kane. Like when I played Legacy of Kane, I was like, oh, okay, this is Spawn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It felt that way, but it just wasn't right, and it's like. Just thinking about the graphics with that game now, it's just like that's not fair comparison. But as far as like the solid base of it and the feeling and the way they built the gameplay up, that's like a great template to use. And then just you know properly get get into that spawn thing. Like, but it would have to be they ain't got that kind of God of War money, but like that much damn near in in depth as far as the story, as far as like yeah. the writing and make it. But the writing's already there. You know what I'm saying? Like weighted like that. The writing's we'll there, especially like, in like the later spawn, like especially in the run you're talking about. Yeah, early like, spawns writing is not anything oh. that we need to talk about. By this point, though, the divine spine run, it was that was well written. I mean, that, that was, was well written. like that. That starts out like it start. I mean, Wanda's about to blow her head off, finding out the reality of you know what I'm saying her children being God and Satan and. You know, Mother of Creation slowing down time so Spawn could stop the bullet. Like, like, how is that not a dope fucking game? That's so fucking dope. That's so fucking dope. Yeah, the early days of Spawn lived purely off of Todd McFarlane's art. They <laughs> and well, image. Well, and jokes and blood and shit and yeah. just being different. Like, you know what I'm saying? And just being different. And he was a rebel in a lot of ways. Like, I always, in gaming, like... Absolutely. You know, I respect it. That's why I gravitated more to Image a little bit as a, you know, it, it was just my era as far as Marvel and 
and image were concerned, it just seemed like they had a lot of more loose liberal shit going on. I mean, Stan Lee is a fucking hero for a reason. Absolutely. And I mean, just as an African-American, which I never really talked, uh, like, call myself an African-American, that's weird. But just the basis of, and we talk about it all the time, like, Magneto and, and Professor X kind of loosely being weighted based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I just thought that was dope and interesting as, a, you know, it's a, a good introduction into comic books, just that idea. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to uh, image, that's kind of sprouted off from all of that when I'm a young man and I see, oh, you know, it's a black character. He just said, fuck it. It was kind of rebellious at the time. So it was kind of like Sonic and Mario in the day. Like Sonic was the more rebellious motherfucker. So I think that's a big reason why I gravitated towards it. Oh, 100%. That relatability and it was just dope as fuck. And I went to Christian school. So how the fuck I'm not going to like Spawn? So anyway, and that that what makes me the full nerd, my nigga. That what makes me the full nerd. I'm the I'm the nerd above nerds. That is nah. an excellent choice, man. That is an excellent choice. Spawn, especially just being one of the greatest characters of all time, like legitimately one of the great, if not the greatest character of all time. I I wouldn't say that. He one of the most powerful. I don't know if he's the greatest because he's flawed in a lot of ways. In fact, that run exposed the flaw too. Mm-hmm. That I like as far as him beating Wanda. Well, when I say one of the greatest, I mean in my personal like arsenal, like right, right, comic right, book. Right, right. Like right, he's right, one right. of my favorites of all time. Like yeah, I mean, if he, not right. my favorite of all time. Like he he right. really gets up there. It's right. hard. But yeah, man, There's so many. I went long on my number one. My bad. I went long on my number one. What's your number one, bro? My number one is Invincible from Robert Kirkman. Man, Invincible is my current favorite book series. I just, like, I don't know how I missed out on this one for years. I'd seen it around the comic book shops. I'd seen the trades. I just ignored it for some reason. And then this quarantine gave me a reason to start reading it, right? And then I started reading it. Saturday, last Saturday, and I've read 12 trades. I've read 12 trades in less than a week. You know it's great if I'm sitting there and just like binge reading this shit. So as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, this is what actually gave me the idea for the show. That fucking game would be so good. An Invincible game would be so good, especially with how deep that storyline goes. They got the cartoon coming to Amazon. They're doing the animated series on Amazon with... Seth Rogen versus or Seth Rogen playing Alan the Alien, Invincible being played by what's his name from The Walking Dead, uh, Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead is playing Invincible himself. Omni Man, his dad is gonna like it's just such a good storyline. It's got so many twists, so many turns. I'd like to see a heavily story based action game based off Invincible. Just like how good that would be with Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, the guy who created The Walking Dead and Invincible, by far is probably one of my favorite modern writing writers in comic books. He's, he, you know, like Walking Dead gets a lot of shit for the show, but the comic series itself is actually really good. And you have to give that credit for being one of the last black and white. Is, he a red, is it it's the redhead guy? Robert Kirkman? I'm not tripping. Uh, hold nah, on. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I forget what Robert Kirkman looks like. I've seen him so I've seen him so little. I just read his name quite a bit because I went through a phase where I read. Uh, yeah, he's got a little bit of redhead. Yeah, he's got a little bit of redhead. But yeah, man, like Invincible is such a great storyline. It's fucking hilarious, um, and it's got these little moments that you don't even think about. Like, so for instance, 
one of my favorite moments, and it took me a couple a couple of panels to realize it. But when Invincible starts out, it's that classic Spider-Man thing, right? He's a high school student who catches his powers, but you're growing with them. Um, but as you're watching the show, what you learn is that he goes to Reginald J. Reginald J. Von, or Vel Johnson High School, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, that's Carl Winslow from freaking Family Matters." And then, sure enough. He goes to his principal's office. It's Principal Winslow, and it's drawn just like Carl Winslow. And I'm like, that is freaking great. Like, it's just these little small moments. It's so good. And then, like, they have their own version of the Justice League, and that's hilarious. And just, it's such a great series, man. I definitely recommend reading it to anybody, but definitely it's the one that I would want to see turned into a video game. That's my number one, Invincible. That's all I got. I think I zoned out because my girl, like I told you before we started recording, she cooked like two meals in one. Mm. And I'm just, it's been that day. Like, it's been, this is one of those things, like, you know, I fuck with you and I love to do it, but it's like, I could smell the food. Like, I'm fucking. You're like, I need to eat right now. Yeah, like, I, and, and take like four shots. Bruh. But this has been like a fun ass list, though, man. Like, on, on, like, all bullshit aside, uh, I gotta shout out my homeboy, Sun Gage, and just say Sonic Forces. Go fast. I think that was the free game that they downloaded that's been helping him get through quarantine or his son get through quarantine. I think he's like, what, seven? But, uh, but nah, man, that's it. I'm gonna check out Invincible. Uh, what was the number three one that you had said? Transmet, Transmetropolitan or Atomic Robo? No, it was Atomic Robo. That's the one Atomic I Atomic Robo is really good. Right. I told you, though, number four was going to be my my, my pound, pound favorite one. I already knew it. I already knew it. Yeah, but now, yeah. this has been a fun list, as usual, bro. Uh, Like, you got anything else you, you had going on? Nah, man. That was really it. This was a this was a blast to put together. But we want to know from the tribe, what comic books do you want to see turned into video games? That's what we want to know, as always. So email us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod. Twitter at stt underscore pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, or skip the tutorial podcast.com. And as we always do, before we sign off for the day, stay humble. Stay humble and safe. <laughs> safe. Free Joe Exotic. Sorry, Cambodia. <laughs> Man, let, might as well let him go. Might as well at this point. Have a good night. <laughs>